Pandemic Panic Theater has always been, from the very beginning, it has been a ploy, a political ploy in order to engage policies that are beneficial to the globalists and their various minions. Now, you might say, but, but Donald Trump was there in the beginning. He's the one that, that did all these policies in the beginning. And I would tell you, you know, yeah, he did, but he's not part of this this group. He was, he was misguided. He was presented with a problem in which he needed to rely on the experts in the White House. And unfortunately, those experts weren't actually doing what was best for for the White House, for, for Donald Trump, or for the American people. They were globalist pawns. They still are globalist pawns, and they, they always secretly secretly uh, relied on the guidance of the architects of the Great Reset, the globalists, the New World Order, if you will. Those are the people that were actually giving Anthony Fauci instructions on what to to tell Donald Trump, and that's that's still the case today. So it has always been, as I said, a ploy. Now, there was one good thing that came out of it, just one. You know, for, for the longest time, President Trump was trying to do everything he could to close the border. Uh, not close the border completely, not to legal immigrants, but just to close the border to illegal immigrants. You know, he did not want illegal aliens crossing over, nor should any of us want that. We should want to be a sovereign nation. I don't care if you're a Democrat, Republican, left, right, doesn't matter. You know, you can... We can debate legal immigration. I myself am a legal immigrant. We can debate that all day, but as far as illegal immigration, that's a no-brainer. You, you shouldn't allow it. Okay, period. If people want to come to this country, they should be able to come into this country legally. They should follow the, the directives, the protocols. We are an extremely generous nation when it comes to immigration, refugees, asylum, all of that stuff. Okay, we are extremely generous. So anyone who tries to steal our sovereignty should not be allowed to do so. I don't care. You know, that's not heartless. There are protocols. There are ways that people can come here to the United States legally. So don't give me this whole, oh, you know, you, you've got to help all of the millions, tens of millions of illegal immigrants because they've got no, no other options. Number one, that's a lie. Number two, no, we don't. No other country does. Why do we have to? What makes us have to victimize ourselves and our own citizens for the sake of those who their very first action in America is to break our laws and steal our sovereignty. So no, I don't have any sympathy for illegal immigrants. But with that said, Title 42 was the first thing and maybe the only thing that's ever come out of pandemic panic theater that was beneficial. Okay. Trump had been trying for a long time to, to stop slow and stop illegal immigration. And he was doing a very good job at it. And that's not even in comparison to the current regime that is failing so miserably. But I can talk about that later. You know, just in general, we were, we were really defeating the, the scourge of illegal immigration. It was, it was a good thing. But a lot of his policies kept getting shot down. Shot down in courts, you know, held by activists, judges. It was a debacle. So... Title 42 was a way to basically circumvent all that. It was, like I said, I think it's the only positive thing to come out of it. And now the Biden regime is getting rid of it. They are ending Title 42 uh, policies, which essentially prevent uh, illegal immigrants from just being able to come in here, claim asylum, and, and wait here until they get adjudicated and in an adjudication process that over 90% of them never actually show up to. Okay, once they're released, they're gone. They're they're in the wind doing their thing, right? Over 
but that's that's a different topic altogether as well. Even Democrats are pushing back right now against Biden lifting Title 42, and we are seeing already thousands of people gathering, amassing, preparing to head towards the border, knowing that all they have to do is get across the border, and once they do, they'll be released. Now, you might say, but isn't that what's already happening? You know, as as hard as it is to believe, (laughs) this is hard to believe, folks, but no, it's not as bad now as it's going to be. It wasn't as bad last year, this horrible, horrible year in which they are saying, you know, millions of people, uh, was 1.8 million people or 2 million people or something like that, had crossed the border illegally and uh, once Biden was was installed into the White House. No, that's that was nothing compared to the surge that we're about to see following the May 23rd lifting of Title 42. Because at least with that, there was some discouraging. You know, there was some... There was some, uh, I guess, realistic expectation that they might have to walk 1,000, 2,000, 3,000 miles and then just get turned away once they finally make it across the border. Once you lift Title 42, that illusion is gone, okay? So what we've seen with illegal immigration since Biden was installed in the White House is nothing compared to how bad it's going to get starting after May 23rd. And it's not just going to be, oh, you know, these are, these are, what is it? What do they call um, economic or opportunity migrants? They, they're just looking for a better life and they want to just get here and, and they want to get involved. We're talking about a humongous portion of the quote unquote migrants are going to be criminals. This is going to be used as a way to further the cartel's criminal criminal enterprises here in the United States. And that should concern you. There's, uh, who is it? I forgot the author, but somebody over at 100% Fed Up, they wrote about it, about violent criminals. As violent crime continues to surge and millions of illegal immigrants continue to enter the country, Biden administration just decided to let them stay. Violent crimes, especially in cities around the border and the West Coast, where many illegal immigrants end up, continues to rise. Millions of illegals have crossed the border in the last two years, and yet Biden thinks the answer is to scrap Title 42 and allow them easier access to the country. Now, this I didn't. It's funny because that's all a setup. I, I'm just getting getting you guys prepared for the rest of this particular uh, episode because what I'm going to actually talk about, what I want to talk about, is the hypocrisy behind it. Okay, the the way that the Biden regime twists pandemic panic theater, they turn the knob in one direction when they need it to be hardcore and front and center, and they turn it back in the other direction when they want it to be minimized. And this is an example of pandemic panic theater getting minimized. Okay, uh, so supposedly, allegedly, the emergency aspect of the pandemic is is technically not over, but it's, at least it's on hold. And that's why they can justify allowing Title 42 restrictions to be lifted. They're saying that, you know, the basically COVID-19, the reason that it was put into place was for healthcare reasons, and COVID-19 is no longer as big of a problem here in the United States. So we don't have to be as restrictive at the border. We can still, we can now be a lot more open. I mean, Think about that for a second. They want us to be more open than we already are, and we're already wide open. We're already by far the most wide open nation 
in the world when it comes to illegal immigration. And they want to open it up even further. They want to encourage as many people from across the world. We're not just talking about you know, uh, Mexico or South America. We're getting people coming across the border from everywhere. Okay, Ukrainians are now starting to cross the border. Okay, <laughs> I don't know how, why it's so easy for them to to get to our southern border. Um, seems to me like it's probably some kind of ploy, but that has George Soros's fingers fingerprints all over it. But you know, that's just me. So we have this quote unquote emergency, which I never think I don't think it ever really was an emergency, but we'll call it an emergency for the sake of of what their the Biden regime is claiming. This emergency is is mostly partially temporarily whatever over so they can lift this title 42, right? But Lauren Bobert points something out. Congressman Lauren Bobert who I've interviewed before. Uh, she is she is a solid a solid uh, patriot out of Colorado. As this is her first first term in office. Hopefully this won't be her last. I'm rooting for her. hope that she can continue on. Colorado's pretty pretty purple. It's blue, but even in her district, it's kind of purple. So we'll see. We'll see if she can if she can make it. I sure hope she does. But she posted a tweet on Sunday. It says, very simple, very quick. If we are still authorizing booster vaccines under emergency use, then how are we ending Title 42? And therein lies the right question. And like I said, the Biden regime, they have mastered the art of saying, you know, pandemic, pandemic, pandemic is causing this. But... Oh, no, 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 the pandemic's not important for this. So when it comes to Title 42, the, the pandemic, the emergency is over, so they can lift it. When it comes to authorizing vaccines, vaccine boosters, pushing for their mandates, oh, it's, no, 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 we, we're still in the middle of an emergency. They literally talk, literally talk out of both sides of their mouth. Yeah, I know that's a phrase you might say, how can they do it literally? I've seen it. I've seen them. <laughs> I've seen them. It's like their lips are contort in an odd fashion that makes them look like they're almost demonic. Maybe they are. Who knows? But they're they're literally saying, yes, we have an emergency, emergency, so we have to use emergency use authorization for the vaccines and the boosters. But we don't have an emergency, so we don't need Title 42. It makes no sense. And that's something, let me bring this up real quick, because I think there's, I often assume that everybody is so well well aware of everything that's going on with pandemic panic theater, with the vaccines. One of the biggest misconceptions, and you can blame not just the government, but also uh, corporate media for this. One of the biggest misconceptions is that the drugs that are being injected into Americans today, booster shots, vaccines, whatever, that these are FDA approved, whether if they're Pfizer or Moderna. But of course, you know, my listeners, you all know that that's not true. You all know that it's still under emergency use authorization and the actual FDA-approved drugs, both of which were approved last year, the FDA-approved COVID vaccines have never been injected into Americans except under emergency use authorization or through testing. If you go down today, you're still getting injected, whether it's your, your first shot, second shot, first booster, second booster, doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. It's all the same thing. And it's all under emergency use authorization. They have not. What's getting injected into people today has not been FDA approved. Now, there are many reasons for this, and I don't want to spend the time going into the, the legalities and the logistics of why. Why would they go through the process of getting it FDA approved and then not actually take the FDA approved drugs and put it put it into people? 
It's a whole discussion, and there are reasons for it. It's not just an oversight. It's not you know some people say oh they're just trying to use up the old vaccine. No, they're still they're still producing today, right now. They're producing vaccines that fall under the emergency use authorization, even though they have FDA approval. You would think that they would just go to straight to the FDA approved vaccines, but they're not. They're not. They're not doing that, and they're not going to pretty much ever. FDA approval was just a, it was literally just a propaganda tool. It's just say, hey, we've got these FDA approved so everybody's safe. Okay, well, give me the FDA approved version. Well, no, we can't. But what? Why? Well, because they're just, they're FDA approved. So just take the other one. Wait, why would I take the other one that's not FDA approved? Well, no, but it's, it's under emergency use authorization. You're fine. It's basically the same thing. Well, then why don't you just give me the FDA approved one? We can't. <laughs> I mean that's that's a, a that's a, a back and forth that could actually have happened. I'm not kidding. It's it's I'm getting choked up thinking about how ridiculous, how ludicrous this is. So again, under one on one hand, you've got Title 42 getting lifted because the emergency is over, and on the other hand, you have the the vaccines and boosters getting put in through emergency use authorization because the emergency technically is not over. Okay. I don't think there was ever an emergency, just to be clear. You know, in case people are saying that I'm making the argument that we should keep Title 42 because there's still an emergency. We should keep Title 42 whether there's a pandemic or not. Okay? Title 42 just makes sense. People come here. Okay? They want to apply for asylum. Great. Go to the other side and wait until we, we call you. You know? I mean, if I go if I go to try to get a driver's license, you know, I take a number. They say, okay, you're in, go to the back of the line. We'll call you. They don't say, okay, cool, you know, here you go, here's your, here are the keys, go get your, uh, go go walk over there. No, there's a process. And that process makes sense considering how many people who file for, who, who apply for asylum, considering what percentage of them never show up for their court hearings. Today, in, in the Biden regime, a lot of them aren't even given, you know, this is just like, okay, just, okay, go. Where do I go? I don't care. Just go. You're not my problem anymore. You know, if you want to, you can hop on a plane and we'll fly you to some small airport somewhere in New York. We'll give you a bag and we'll have some money in it and some food and and a bus ticket or something. Just just get a, get away from me. I can't deal with you right now. That's what we're faced with right now, folks. That's what's actually happening in the United States of America today. So I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear about how. How Title 42 is, is the emergency is over. The border crisis is not over. Okay? Maybe if the border crisis were over, then we can consider lifting it. But to say that we, we're going to lift it now arbitrarily by May 23rd simply because the emergency upon which it was, it was uh, established unwillingly, by the way. I mean, Trump used that, tech, that strategy, so to speak. It was brilliant because he had no other choice. He'd been trying to do this over and over again, and he couldn't. I mean, he could, but then he couldn't get legislation because, you know, the, the feckless GOP majority in in his first two years were feckless, so they did nothing. But then couldn't get it done after that, so he had to go to executive order, and that kept getting shot down. All of if if Donald Trump had been allowed to to put in place all of his policies, the border would be secure. We could be having the discussion right now about how to improve the legal immigration system. Because the legal immigration system desperately needs improving. We can't even look at that now. 
We can't even contemplate that process because we still have millions of people surging across the border. And millions more are going to surge as, as a result of the emergency alleg allegedly being over, the emergency that never existed, an emergency that is still being used against American citizens today. I mean, don't forget, they have not stopped their push for a vaccine mandate. I know that the Supreme Court shot down OSHA. They're still pushing. They're still trying to get businesses to mandate the jabs for a disease that has a 99.993% recovery rate for people under the age of 50. A disease that has a lower death rate than the jabs themselves for people under the age of 20. You know, they want to mandate that. That's a discussion for another day. Lord willing, I will be back very soon with another episode. But in the meantime, you all stay strong, stay safe, and God bless.